0: Hi and welcome to Journeys, the podcast with stories of personal and professional development and growth. This is your host Michael Bieder, and today I will be having a conversation with Zack Reynolds. Zach is a lawyer and a senior partner at a London-based law firm. Today we'll be talking about his journey of becoming the person he is today. He talks about how his drive and working hard to meet an unhealthy definition and identity around success caused him to lose himself along the process, and how he eventually found his way back to the essence of who he is, reconnecting to his sense of purpose. He also talks about an intense process of letting go, deconstructing his old self in order to emerge more connected to what he stands for, more strongly than ever. And now, let's hear from Zach. Enjoy the conversation. Hi, Zach, and welcome.
1: Hey, Mickey. how are you?
0: I'm fine, Thanks thursday afternoon quite dark outside here already in switzerland but it feels cozy you know it feels cozy to have this conversation with you in this kind of setting and environment how are you
1: yeah i'm well i'm well look i'm really looking forward to um to chatting to you um we've obviously sort of known each other for a while and we've chatted prior to the uh part of the call now and um you know, I think it's such an amazing thing you're doing uh, with this podcast. Uh, really, sort of digging deeply into the lives of of people that you know, so that they may the stories may touch uh, and concern some of your listeners in a in a in a meaningful way. So, really pleased to be here and uh, looking forward to chatting.
0: Yeah, creating. me too. Creating exactly. Yeah. So thanks for. Agreeing to be part of my podcast, to be a guest on my podcast, because I knew, as you said, we've known each other for a while and I've, I knew about some very rich anecdotes or stories of your personal development and transformation. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to this call and, or to this, this talk. So maybe to start, and also for the listeners out there, I'm just going to ask this big question as I do always, who is Zach.
1: Who is Zach? It's a really good question. Well, on a on a binary level, who is Zach? Um, you know, Zach's in his late forties. He's a lawyer. Uh, he's a father of two, um, and uh, uh, yeah, he's uh, engaged to be married. Hopefully next year, COVID COVID permitting. And um, yeah, so there's much you know, quite a bit more detail that I could put on a on a binary level. Um, Who is Zach in a more fundamental way? I thought about this the other day and the thing that I could, the word that popped up for me was uh, dreamer. So who is Zach? Zach is a dreamer. What does that mean? It means that, um, you know, I'm fascinated by uh, thinking about what's possible that for me and for others uh, for humanity for my kids for my dog what's possible that we think we're not capable of achieving Mm. so i guess if you flip it i'm interested in achieving things that people would otherwise think impossible Um, that's something that really excites me i love to do it myself i love to Read about it. I love to listen about it. Uh, um, so yeah, that's the, the dreamer, I guess, mm, is who's Zach. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of, I guess, um, yeah. What am I thinking? I, I, I'm thinking sort of late teens, really. Um, it's kind of where I started to become conscious of that as a, as a thing. Um, I guess as you're in your teens, you're trying to find your I find your identity, aren't you? You're going from that stage where you're this is late teens, I guess. You've trying to understand what your identity is going forward. I remember my mum giving me a, a book which affected me and impacted me a lot of the time. The book is Jonathan Livingston Livingston Seagull. And um It's only now that I realize why it affected me, but obviously for those that haven't read it, it's a book about uh, a seagull that uh, transcends the norms of the flock. Uh, And the the kind of phrase of the book is uh, the, the seagull that flies highest sees farthest that really captured my imagination at the time in a way that I didn't understand at the time you know looking back now i understand that you know, what i was speaking to was my sense of purpose mm. in, in the world you know and that's what i love to do i love to um talk to people about what they dream about what they aspire to and have conversations with them and mentor them help them be with them as they travel on that um travel on that journey so
0: yeah that's wonderful (laughs) who
2: is that
0: (laughs) i i love that description uh about being a dreamer and it's it's a completely um how should i say a completely unexpected way of describing and and it it, it's so it's so fitting it so fits in a way also the way like we the way i got to know you and how how we met as well this sense of possibility and and dreaming about what's possible and I guess that wasn't always the case for you looking back on your journey if Mm -hmm. we go back in time and look at some of the pivotal moments or maybe even some somewhere uh, on your journey where things were difficult uh, for you Mm. maybe to start with Mm. What would you say was kind yeah. of the starting point, if we can even pinpoint that in a way?
1: I guess, um, I, I guess, uh, thinking about it out loud and kind of shooting from the hip, um, you know, what you have is you have, or what I had was this, um, you know, innate sense of purpose around you know, transcending norms, and at the same time, I had the treadmill or the Path that society had laid out for me, in terms of you know go to school, go to university, and um, uh, you know start a career—all of the things which have been you know incredibly helpful on you know on the whole. So not not to be uh,
2: mm.
1: not to be sort of um, talked down in any way, shape, or form. But things you know a path that really didn't focus at all in any major way on you know, what's this boy, what's this man's sense of purpose. So I was lucky I had, my, my, you know, my mum was very clear with me. Um, it was like, you need to be looking at being a lawyer. You need to be looking at being a doctor. You need to be looking at being, um, you know, a professional. And law was the career that, that spoke to me. And in a way, um, you know, that that, was in line with my sense of purpose around you know supporting and mentoring people and this through the law would be would be clients and um you know i started my uh career and you know it was very much around supporting clients and being the best version of myself that i could be and um and then you know being the you know building the best team that i could build Uh, and so you know, although I wasn't myself fully conscious of my purpose, my sense of purpose around dreams and um, so on, and although you know nobody at work would have been thinking about that, you know, in a way I had reached a point that I was fulfilling that. So it was, um, you know, it was a it was it was a great time, and uh, I very much enjoyed it. You know, slowly but surely, however, you know. Uh, that was challenged, and, and and the way that that became challenged was through. Um, you know, I sort of read about the paradox of success. So really, as you become successful, being purposeful about your work, what happens then is you know things like the numbers start to work really well at work, and you start to get lots of feedback from. clients and colleagues and recruiters and whatever else it is that
2: Mm.
1: you're doing really well and you're the person and all of these sorts of things and so what happens is what happened for me certainly was that those things started to become my focus and started to become really important for me and as they uh, became more prominent in my life of course that sense of purpose you know kind of fell away now the paradox of success is as you become successful it's then more and more difficult to continue to do the things that made you successful in the first place because of how busy you are yeah and that's pretty much what uh what happened for me and he's, you know um well, being successful um but in doing so i'd created. Uh, it pressures around producing certain numbers and hitting certain targets and um you know all of that started to take its toll simply because I wasn't able to manage uh manage the workload and then kind of two things happen re- well the main thing that happens is you you start to get feedback that contradicts this picture that you've developed of yourself mm. um that's very tough to take you know, it's very tough to take because you're you have this image of who you are to people and you're getting feedback that you're not that person yeah. to some people.
2: <laughs> That's,
1: <Yeah>. That, that <laughs> was hard, <laughs> very hard.
2: So um, there was
0: kind of a, an identity around being successful, being the best lawyer I can be, you know, building this successful team around and, and it was about, was it like an identification around that level of success you were able to build and making that the main driver almost or how would you how would you describe that
1: that, that's right so you then it's less about at this point the idea that i'm here for a purpose to um you know to to be the best and show that we can do things that we, we would otherwise not dream of being capable of kind of like gets lost in um you know pursuing the trappings of success in terms of money and, uh, you know, acclaim and all of these sorts of things. And at that point, you've, you've, you've lost yourself as a poor, I had lost myself as a person. Mm. I'd lost the essence of myself. So not, not only do you have that, but then in the context of the paradox of success, of course you're getting all of this feedback from, um, clients and whoever else it is colleagues and bosses you know this isn't up to scratch are you the same person and so and so forth and the only way that i could sort of deal with those things emotionally was to disconnect from myself as a uh, as a person so to mm. disconnect from my uh the, you know what was really me and so you've, you've got this sort of two forces at work at the same sort of time and um, I always think about the, the, the image that I use was, you know, I reached the point probably in my um, sort of early 40s, um, which I guess society classically identifies as being, you know, the point of breakdown. And I, I, my, my image is I was, a, I, I was a jumbo jet hurtling down, you know, uh, the, the north r- r- runway at Heathrow. 300 passengers on board just at the point of takeoff, lift off, and bits and pieces of the plane started <laughs> were starting to fall off. It wasn't a it wasn't a good place to be if you were a passenger, that's for sure.
2: Wow. Um, yeah.
1: Mm, mm. yeah. So um and that kind of then, you know, uh, then turned itself into issues with uh, you know, my relationships with work and the senior people at work uh, in particular. You know, I'd had a, an idea back then that I had got this idea of through being successful that I could lead the firm. And, you know, as much as I try to go about doing that in a way that was, uh, well, I think that I tried to go about doing that in a way that was you know collegiate and collaborative and so on. You know, when I look back now, I I I I understand that I didn't, you know, I went about it in a way that was divisive, and um, and uh, you know, uh, it was difficult for the people who I were built that built the firm with to, to take, and so we fell out, and and you know, it was a quite it was a very tough uh, sort of point in my um, in my in my journey, as it were. Um, falling out with people at work. Kind of moved a team of lawyers at the same time and um you know uh I was I was sort of being you know which was a crazy thing to do. Um I, I realise again now with the benefit of hindsight that um you know that was uh, was an act that lacked integrity. Mm. And um you know I know now that um you know when you're not in integrity life the universe that is normally sort of um works with you it doesn't work with you yeah when you're out of integrity with life you're going to get some hard knocks and that's kind of the pattern that i found myself in my uh Mm. Uh, mid-40s litigation and various other various other um things so yeah I was challenged I was stretched and um you know I was completely disconnected from myself as a person
0: wow and for sure there must have been like a pivotal moment after after you've experienced that I mean obviously it sounds like it sounds very different or you sound also very different when we speak nowadays right so something has Mm -hmm. has drastically changed how did you realize that ongoing pattern or things going on you know being in that rattle being in that race of you know for more success and kind of losing yourself in that how did you realize that what's happening actually
1: um it's a good i mean it's a good question i guess i had some signs some of them i ignored and some Mm. of them i um began to think about because they were repeating on on, on such a regular basis so you know, the, the the main sign you know and when I look back now I'd say you know if you ever find yourself in a situation like this is a person then you need to sit up and take notice but the main sign was just people that I'd known and uh, for, for a long time who were very close to me had started to say things like you've changed hmm you've changed you you're, you're you're not the person that I once knew and of course when you're in that moment and you're disconnected from who you are you know you just straight down the throat of I was straight down the throat of you know whoever it was who was speaking to me at the time and I remember now one of my, uh, my colleagues actually at work had sat down with me very close to the point where I was leaving and I was I was stretched at this point. I mean, I was, you know, on edge, I think, for Mm. sure, I remember. And he just said, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? Because you you don't seem as though you're fully present here at work.
2: I remember
1: I actually absolutely tore into him. You know, I'm the biggest biller. I work the longest hours here. How dare you? And I look back now and I just think, wow, he was just, he was just here with somebody reaching out, just trying to be helpful. And Mm. I absolutely, um, you know, I absolutely sort of crucified him. And, um, you know, at the time that probably felt right. And I was, you know, know, up in arms and feeling sort of, Mm. how dare he, but, um, uh, so those were the signs that I ignored. And then I moved firms and even the new guys would say to me, at the new firm, they'd say to me, you know, we see you here. And uh, we see you here, but we don't feel you. Mm. And, you know, I'd started in my mind to have to try and, before moving, just have to try and convince me, convince myself that this was still what I wanted. You know, I'd started to have conversations with myself around, you still want to be, you know, the best that you can be. You still want to be the best team, but it was more, in the in the manner of trying to convince myself rather than, you know, yes, let's do it, mm. you know, excitement. It was, yeah. uh, and so I just added all of that stuff together and, you know, began to think when people were saying, we see, but we don't, of course, that's hurtful. Or, I feel like I'm here, but you've got, after a while, you start to think, there must be something here. You know, there must be with, 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 with the way everything is going. So, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I was lucky, in fact, um, in that um, because I'd moved and because I felt the pressure of delivering following that move of of, firm and taking a team, and it was around the time of Brexit and various other things in the UK that meant the market was tough for for, for property lawyers. I was looking around. um, uh, I was looking around for sort of ways to improve myself as a leader and i was lucky enough to um see that there was this leadership program being advertised and um you know i'm an i'm an impulsive uh, i'm an impulsive consumer so if i see something (laughs) that that uh rings you know that seems interesting i just go for it and uh that's what i did and that was kind of the turning point really
0: wow yeah and that's when we met actually uh yes I still yes, remember getting on, getting to that beautiful place in in Spain, out in the outskirts of Barcelona, and uh, meeting you there. And uh, I remember you saying that was kind of a very pivotal moment for you to to go there. So, what was that like? What mm. what kind of?
1: Um. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I, I think it was sitches actually in spain oh. i think wasn't it,
0: it and, is, yeah. Um, yeah
1: it was quite it was interesting wasn't it because we all descended on sitches none of us knew each other you know we were we were talking and there was that sort of excitement but i think most of us journeyed separately to to, to the um to sitches and i remember um i, I stayed and um, booked into a hotel on the seafront and everybody had gathered to have dinner that evening and I decided to walk to the restaurant. It was a couple of kilometers along the seafront and I was walking along the seafront and there's um, there's a part of the seafront, which is a, I think it's an old, you know, part of an old fort or something like that. It's a kind of a wall part of the seafront. And I was walking along there and I remember pausing and just looking out to sea. It was probably sort of six or seven-ish in the evening. So it was, you know, it's that sort of bluish hue of dark uh, night sky looking out to the sea. And I, I remember thinking then that was a, it was a key moment, and I remember also thinking then, you know, how alone I felt mm. in the world, um, and um, you know that was the turning point. And you know, really, that what I what I started to understand um, is is to get reconnected with, you know, what do I stand for what matters to me and also you know the key around you know the change comes from within so the the world takes its shape and responds to who we are how we are being and what we are doing and um and so, you know, to influence things insofar as we can influence them, of course, um, the change has to come within. Right. And that's really where it all, uh, that's really where it all started. And, you know, it's a, it's a continuing, as you know, it's a continuing um, process. It's a continuing journey. And, um, and there's been plenty of bumps and bruises and knocks since that key moment. Uh, yeah. But uh <laughs> You know I, I you know i know that i'm i know that i'm in the right place so yeah and I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for that moment and all of the uh, things that i've learned on that course and subsequently mm. uh since
0: so it's what i've heard so far in in your story what you told is um from being defined by maybe an idealized image of what success means or that success paradox, um, constantly trying to kind of run after or create from that image of what success looks like and who who am I as a professional, as a leader, as a successful person towards almost questioning, redefining or resetting even what you know success is for you personally
1: yes coming
0: to that core or back to that essence of of who you are almost
1: well that's right i think um what 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 i love about what you're saying is that you know it's it's from there that everything flows so if you like you know, as a newly qualified lawyer, my question to myself was, what do I need to do now, and who do I need to be in order to be successful? Mm. And so, rather than being true to myself and being me and allowing the le- the rest to uh, develop and trusting that it would, because mm. it would have mm. done for sure. I adapted myself to situations to become, you know, to become useful to this client or to become useful to that person or what have mm. you. And, it, and, it, and in and doing so, you know, I changed that. That that really I became a an inauthentic version of myself, if you like. Whereas now, I'm, you know, it's it's sometimes it's scary. Let's not yeah.
2: let's,
1: let, let's yeah. not let's not pretend that it's not, but you know, what I like to do is be me and trust that being me is valuable. Mm. Knowing that I am uh worthy, knowing that I am worthwhile, knowing that I am for someone the lawyer of choice. And just allowing that, uh, allowing that to, um, you know, partner of choice or whatever it is, mm-hmm. friend of choice, allowing, you know, uh, the rest to develop around that. Yeah. Uh, so, so allowing it to unfold.
0: Yeah. So the image I have is almost like, instead of trying to get it out there and you know trying to grab it out there, it's actually in us and that which is in us creates what is out there.
1: Yes. Yes. And you've just done, you, you've just, you're absolutely right. And you've just, you've just sort of reminded me of that there's, there's kind of a second limb to it, which is, you know, which is around, you know, your, your intention yeah. in, you know, leading from within or coming from within for the sake of what and what's key what has been key for me is you know it's got to be for the sake of uh you know, for me it's been very helpful for that to be for the sake of a bigger purpose
2: mm-hmm.
1: so in other words i'm not doing this for the sake of me mm. i'm not doing this for the sake of you know wanting a bigger house or wanting more money or whatever it is it's being me for the sake of you know um being that mentor for other people being there and supporting other people being there and being the thing that i need to be for um for for, for my kids uh for my fiance for my friends uh, mm. for the world you know, as, as best i can yeah. and you know if you sort of there's lots of other intricacies around you know stories and limiting beliefs and all of that sort of stuff that needs to be dealt with but at it, at its most basic it seems to me that those are the two things that have um, uh, supported me incredibly well in mm. the last uh, three or four years yeah
0: so there's this strong sense of purpose that that pulls us forward, that pulls you forward, because that's what you want to manifest in the world or what you want to see more of in the world, which is a very strong motivation. And then there's the other piece about what's holding me back to, to do that. And I remember in, in one of our conversations, you also mentioned that there was a strong element, something that you overcame to unleash more of that purpose, almost in your life.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's quite well. I think you know what sort of tied to that. You're right. Is is there's a, a, you know I've spent a lot of time uh, surrendering to uh, things um, rather than resisting them. Hmm. Um, and kind of the best example of this that I can give, uh, and there are, there are many of them in the last four years. So in, in the time that I've, you know, since that pivotal moment to now, but the, the main that I can think of is, you know, uh, as, as part of um, leaving my last firm and joining this firm and the team with, with, with me, unfortunately, I was um, pursued in the courts for, you know, a large sum by my uh, former employers which I totally understand and uh, and um, looking back now, I, I I appreciate why they took that step. And we kind of reached a stage in the proceedings where you know, they were pursuing me for a lot more money than I had mm. to pay out and to service lawyers. And I'd had a conversation with my lawyers and we, you know, I'd established that basically to fight this all the way, I was going to have to pay them. Everything that I had saved at that point was all going to go. Hmm. And I remember sitting, uh, I remember sitting on a, a bus going around the Hyde Park Corner roundabout, looking out of the window. And I remember just reaching um, that point of thinking, the money's going. It's, so there's no point now in continuing to resist what's coming. You know, just surrender. And the surrender came in the form of going to the, my former brothers and saying, look, this is all I've got. So we can fight all the way and you'll get nothing ultimately because I'll have spent it with lawyers or we can talk about this amount of money and how I can pay some of it to you and that'll be all that I can. And then the rest will go to my lawyers. And, you know, that's where we ended up. That's how we ended up settling it. And, mm. um, Was such a, such a difficult thing to do, uh, in one way, but such a peaceful thing to do, in another, and um, you know, and that so 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 surrender has become a big part of um, a big part of the way that I am now, and I think, you know, when I think about it, you know, I, I do think people see it as a weakness i even get that feedback at times you know you're you're um maybe you know you're a bit soft let's say yeah you should fight for things come on sack
0: fight be a man
1: (laughs) yeah you know yeah yeah and you know i feel that as well
0: yeah, yeah which is no point in even even saying that i think this this notion of you know okay we can go down another another route now (laughs) you know who is what is a man and all those kind of things uh we're not going there because it's, It's it's so uh not relevant uh if we think about what it is to be a human being and what we so what comes up for me is this whole notion of what's inside of me that i can access in order to influence the reality that's out there mm. and how often we we struggle for our need of kind of satisfying our ego or satisfying uh, some kind of a constructed image of ourselves and we want to kind of maintain that so that we cannot actually see through to see the solution that's just in front of our eyes because we we are so stuck in our own narrative somehow and um, yeah and then I, you say I, well just let go it sounds very easy and it sounds very hard at the same time yeah. how did you like, how did you come to that? Or how did it come to you, maybe even? I don't know.
1: Well, it's come over a, a series of, you know, an event like that, uh, uh, that you know, the, that one. And just, and, and just sort of reading around the, the you know, the way that um, life unfolds, you know, the, the the phase of expansion, you know, in your, you know, the first phase of life and then the p- phase of returning to returning to home and, mm. and you know I, I had read and begun to understood understand that in order for me to become the next version of myself i needed to be deconstructed mm. i needed to deconstruct that whole you know persona that I'd built up over the first 45 uh, years of uh, my life, or whatever it was, and I needed to sort of strip back to the purposeful essence of myself. Hmm. So I'd, I could see through events that that is what is was happening. Yeah, and I had also read re- reasonably extensively that that's, you know, that's that's the path. So. Um, you know, even, you know, through at the beginning of COVID, um, you know, we, we went into COVID in, in my current firm in a, an amazing position. And uh, first quarter of uh, 2020, everything was working really well. Uh, I was managing part of the firm. And things seemed great. And then just, you know, as COVID hit, there were a few tensions in, in, in the management team and a, a few other bits and pieces going on. And, um, and I remember sort of thinking about it, I was sort of meditating because I love to meditate. I think it's, uh, it's, it's really helped me as one thing, mm. a practical thing that's really helped me over the last four or five years. And I was meditating on this question of whether or not, you know, I was about to, life was asking me to deconstruct myself once again. And I remember, of responding to that at some point in the meditation well, was, well look i've already feel like i've been deconstructed enough know, so i'm i'm um sort of very you know uh free from ego and the desire to be some particular type of person mm. and then this voice came back and said well if that's true if you are no longer attached to being this, that, or the other, and you're happy to be who you're meant to be, then wh- why are you feeling this resistance to what's coming?
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a you know, powerful question. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And what happened then for you?
1: Well, I just, you know, I mean, I, I, I accepted, that there was, you know, I obviously had more to uh, more to give, and you know what uh, what actually happened is we sort of I lost my position as uh, a managing partner of the firm, um, and there was a sort of a, a you know pretty significant falling out, um, and I, I I sort of stayed at the firm as an employee, and I just thought, well, look you know this is part of the process of surrendering to what's happening to what's coming hmm. um what you need to do is to remember that to be to be yourself um and to to focus on your purpose what i what i needed to do was to appreciate that to be a leader and to be on purpose i didn't need to have the badge that said i was the uh the, the the managing partner. It took a lot of courage and guts to walk back into an organization where I'd been the managing partner yeah. and I was going to be one of the gang. Um yeah. and um but it it it's it's been you know probably one of the most rewarding six months, six to nine months of, of of my life in the context of really understanding myself as a person, as a leader, from a completely different, um, from a di- completely different perspective and place. And to my point about, you know, surrendering and uh, uh, allowing something to emerge and being all of those things, you know, very happily, And now find myself back in a position where I'm senior partner in the firm again and that's i think that's sort of come about because of the way that i've um you know focused on those key things mm. so it's kind of come full full cycle in a yeah way.
0: i found it so mind-blowing you know from this original image of what success looks like and you know who i am in this thing going through this dip of facing both like or, or getting to know your highest purpose dipping deep into uh, all these things or aspects of ourselves that are really hard to take surrendering to that deconstructing those things and beliefs going through the ups and downs ending up in a place where it's like okay i have to i have to let go now and then suddenly things start happening again Mm. it feels like magic to me but i think there is more there is more to that
1: yeah i mean it feels like um magic and you know and 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 Maybe, maybe it is, you know, and it, maybe it is. I mean, in a way, I think you know. I love this idea. I, you know, one of the other things that came to me over that period of time, uh, and 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 I have to keep reminding myself of it, is is, and one of your earlier interviews touched on the thing of presence, but um, you know, it's this idea that you can't ex- you can't expect to receive what you're not prepared to give
2: Mm.
1: and i often think about that and you know so in the context of deconstructing yourself you are letting i want i have been letting go giving to receive Mm. and you know i just in in terms of sort of the present moment that's why it's so important to be fully present you know, I often find myself sitting at work worrying about where the next job is coming from, and I have to remind myself: look, if you don't focus completely on the now, give everything to what you have right now,
2: mm.
1: how can you expect the now to pay you back?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, so right. get your
1: head out of, get your head out of where you're going or what, where the next job's coming from. Get really into celebrating what you've got right now, and then the rest will take care of itself. So anyway, that's. I think that's part of the the, 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 the deconstruction process. Is you know you're, you're giving giving releasing letting go of in order to receive things that you need to receive in order to deliver on your purpose. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so that's uh, that's kind of you know I had to let go of the managing partner role in order to, and not to fight it, or to run away from it and go somewhere else, in order to remain in the position to be true to myself, in order for it to become possible nine months later that I'd be invited back into a senior partner role, thereby demonstrating to everybody in that business and everybody that I know that anything is possible anything is possible Mm. as long as you apply certain key principles
0: such a beautiful arc i don't know how we (laughs) managed to do that because that was exactly what you were sharing in the very beginning right this is this is what you stand for to dream about what's possible and make it happen Uh, and it's such a beautiful example of what happens when we are when we open up to those possibilities not being attached to anything rather than creating from the now and creating from what is in the present moment and allowing ourselves to create from that place and to receive as well from that place
2: mm. yeah
1: yeah, yeah no, it has been uh, it's been yeah it's been a good Good nine months, and um, you know, uh, long may it continue both the deconstruction and the um, and the uh, and the growth. You know, yeah. you, the, 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 you need the pain in order to see the other side of the uh, in order, to, in order to see the other side of the coin. So, I'm grateful uh, yeah. for for, for, the, for those all of those bumps along the way.
0: Yeah, I think those are the. Often the main drivers for real personal growth and change that is often sustainable because we we might go back to the same place, but we're a different person going back to the same place, which then also changes something or the way we we experience uh, uh, a similar moment, maybe even.
1: Um, yeah, they're yeah. very true. We'll face the same we'll face the same challenges again and if we've you know understood the principles about you know how I am governs how the world is rather than thinking that the world is something that happens to me then we're ready for the challenge the next time it comes around because we've 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 sort of understood that uh, something hasn't worked out very (laughs) well yeah and we've uh sat down and reflected and worked out what it is that we need to change about ourselves in order for the situation to be different the next time around oh. um so you're absolutely right yeah
0: it's interesting as as we were talking just this, this quote from Gandhi came to mind uh I think he said something along the lines of be the change you want to see in the world yeah and when thank I first you. read that quote, I couldn't quite understand <laughs> what he meant. But actually, your story beautifully illustrates exactly that. So, uh, yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah. And I believe now, I mean, a lot of th- things have actually changed into something very positive. So uh, I remember you sharing that everything around you is kind of almost falling into place in uh, on in different aspects, like you know, you, you mentioned about your your relationships, uh, yes. with all your yeah. loved ones and yeah, and all that. So it's really,
1: yeah, it's some um, look, it's, 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 I mean, that's that goes to the, I think that goes to the, um, the integrity point, uh, mm. Nikki, for me, um, and you know, so long as you are in, uh, so, so long as I have been. You know in integrity with myself with my values and with the with with others and with the world then you know things have um things have worked out well um you know i think maybe you're referencing you know for instance i've, I've you know been reconnecting with my dad and my half brother and uh, half sister in the last sort of 12, 12 months or so and that's you know that's been incredible um I've been able to sort of redesign relationships with with friends and and family and and you know hang with my kids as well especially um you know, to be a different uh, to be a different dad for them um uh so it's been you know i'm i'm, I'm you know feel very rewarded as a result of that um you know, it's easy to forget the little uh, you know, even with colleagues or people, you know, friends, that you post with the little impacts that you can have um, coming from uh, coming from this place. So, yeah, no, I'm, um, you know I'm in a in a in a sort of fantastic place, yeah. um, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to whatever else, whatever it is that uh, you know is, is next to come. You know, it's not always going to be easy. You know, there were going to be challenges mm. out there, but um, uh, I kind of understand how it all works a little bit uh, more clearly now. So I'm, mm. I'm, 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 read, I'm, read, I'm, I'm ready. I'm <laughs> ready.
0: Beautiful. This sounds like a very nice place, a very good place to kind of close the arc here. Yes, and maybe just. Kind of to, to round it off, um, you know, what kind of advice would you give to your younger self from what you know now about yourself and life? <laughs> that's a really <very> good question. <laughs> um,
1: it was that's a really good question. I mean, what I would say is, um, and, and talking about quotes, I think there's a there's a quote by Mark Twain. Where he talks about uh, the two, and I can't remember the quote exactly, but he talks about the two most important days of your life. The first is the day that you're born, uh, and the second is the day that you uh, understand the reason that you were born. Mm. So, so you know, contrary to all of the kind of advice that I used to be given by uncles and all of this stuff about how I had to be and all of this stuff that. What I'd be saying to my younger self is that book that you read about that seagull that transcends norms, the reason that that is feels so right for you, that's really important. So to hang on to that because that's why you are here. That's what you're... That's the message you're here to bring. Mm. So just stay on that path and uh trust that the rest will um the trust that the path will uh unfold in the way that um that it needs to
0: wonderful beautiful words of wisdom to close today's episode i um i could listen to you for hours for many different reasons um i think your story is really inspiring and thought provoking Uh, it certainly will stay with me for a couple of days for sure to (laughs) reflect on what I've learned I will go back and listen to it for sure as well so thank you very much for joining me today for co-creating this conversation for sharing your story for sharing your wisdom and and for yeah your vulnerability in sharing as well um, uh,
1: it's a pleasure Mickey. thank you for thank you for a while Look, uh, it, it, thank you for being part of the dance so yeah no, I've enjoyed it and um, yeah hopefully that strikes a note or a chord with uh, some of your listeners and if it does then, um, yeah, then then it's all been worthwhile
0: right yeah I'm sure it will I think that's the beauty of it because that's also that's part of our shared humanity I'm sure there are many people out there uh, who are Going through a situation, or have gone through, or have not yet gone through, and I think for all of us, uh, those stories are kind of a uh, like a reference point to sit back and relax and 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 reflect again about our own experience of life. So, thank you very much for sharing, and I wish you all the best, and I'm sure we'll speak again soon. Likewise, thank you, Michi. All the best, Isaac. i hope you enjoyed this conversation and if you did i would love it if you'd leave me a review on apple podcasts share with someone who might enjoy listening to this podcast or get in touch via my website www.michaelbeeder.com. i am looking forward to hearing from you have a nice day afternoon or evening wherever you are be well